Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast. Well, welcome. Good morning. This is Q&A. This is a question and answer session where you have the opportunity to send in any questions that might be stirring in your heart or mind this morning. You'll see we have a number up on the screen. That's where you can text any of your questions to this morning for an opportunity for us to answer them this morning. Fun, fun. Yeah. So we have a few that have already come in, um, but I love Any the- angry ones? <laughs> uh, just questions about anger, okay. not, not expressed anger. <laughs> Uh, but I think very uh, effective as you were using the different representations for the expressions of mm-hmm. anger. Yes. I think I could identify myself at different times with all of them. Interesting. Where been a hammer, been a dart, been a Tupperware container. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. That one was very clever, the Tupperware container, by the way. I was like, interesting. Yeah, I, oh, I mean, great. I don't know if people were sitting out new ways to express <laughs> my Never thought about saving. Stuck. Wow. <laughs> Excellent. Love to feed the flesh. <laughs> no, it was a good representation. Uh, I don't know if that's true for a lot of people, but I was like, oh, I could identify with probably almost every single one up there at a different time. Well, again, I don't, I don't come up with this stuff from books. Right. So I come up with them from my own life. Mm-hmm. All, I, all I have to do is think about my own life. And um, so I guess that's my way of acknowledging as well that those are real issues. I, can, mm-hmm. I know what it's like to be a hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a laser, uh, a lightsaber in there. <laughs> Uh, courtesy of uh, Toys R Us here. Uh, <laughs> Got a few different Yes. Uh, I actually, Jackie would say, my kids would say, it's my laser eyes that um, doesn't come out my mouth. It comes out my eyeballs, which is very, very spiritual. If that's your thing, don't worry about it. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, first question here, um, can anger be expressed without words? For example, silent treatment, silent rage, does Scripture address this at all? Um, yeah, that's, yeah, it's the anger of man. See, that's that's why, and I appreciate the question, and you were smiling, because I, I think I just answered that in, yes, it absolutely can come without words. Oftentimes, our anger is... The more we refine it, it doesn't come out with words. They could be cutting words, but it may be, okay, silent treatment is an example. That's one I could have used, Mm -hmm. a silent treatment. And so if the question is, okay, does the Bible say anything about Yes. Yes, silent treatment, just substitute, does silent treatment achieve the righteousness of God? Does what was another example? Did they give another? Sorry, I'm, I see you clicking on um, frustrating you. My bad. No, I'm not angry yet. You're good. <laughs> You're smiling on the outside. Um, oh, silent treatment or silent rage? Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, whatever, if if somebody else is thinking, or there's again, I couldn't think of everyone. Uh, I was at 
at risk of <laughs> using too many as it was. Mm. Uh, I left a few things in the bag <laughs> um, because uh, the point isn't all the different ways. The point is seeing how we deal, how we express our anger and recognizing Darts, throwing darts does not achieve the righteousness of God. Right. Saving it up for later does not achieve the righteousness of God. See, it's easy to think, well, the hammer doesn't achieve the righteousness of God, but nor does fantasizing about how you would get somebody back achieve mm -hmm. the righteousness of God. Why? Because as long as my mind is engaged in that, then my mental and heart power, quite frankly, being used to fantasize about that sort of thing instead of how I would be an instrument of God, number one. Right. Number two, I'm never going to actually uh, be able to love that person in any meaningful, godly way as long as I am doing that in my head. So it's not coming out my mouth. It's not coming out in my hands. There's no visible rage, but it's not achieving the righteousness of God. So... Uh, Short of it, however you express your anger, just fill in that blank and go, does not achieve the righteousness of God. Absolutely. The only anger that achieves the righteousness of God is the is the righteous anger. So that I mean that seems obvious. Righteous anger achieves the righteousness of God. Mm. And I didn't deal with that because I think um, I have such uh, I have so many opportunities to deal with my sinful anger before I even try to engage into the territory of righteous anger. Mm, and that's actually one of the questions here is when does anger become righteous anger? Okay. Well, I, I mean, theoretically, I can say this. I can speak much more practically and realistically to unrighteous anger. Mm -hmm. Um when does when does anger when is anger righteous anger mm -hmm. when I'm angry at what God is angry about expressing it in ways that God would express it and not expressing it in ways that would be reserved for God so I simply take the three statements that I made and I turn them uh, around and go mm. uh, I I Baited on this being Palm Sunday, talking about Jesus cleansing because of this text, the, the righteous anger of Jesus cleansing the temple. Um, but again, uh, growing in Christ likeness is being growing in righteous anger. But I have to deal with unrighteous anger, the anger of man, before I can move then to, I think, I have to put off the anger of man before I can put on uh, the righteous anger of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, next question. How should we rebuke a family member who is a believer who becomes heated and angry over certain topics and conversation? And they specifically mentioned political topics, but this could apply to all Okay, the topics. question is, how should we... They said rebuke a family member who's a believer who becomes heated and angry, but I guess you could also say, how do we respond to a family member? Uh, number one, don't bait them. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not suggesting that you are, but sure. if, you're if you're bringing up things that cause a person to become angry, just help them. It's like, how do you help an alcoholic not to drink? Well, don't give them a drink. So mm -hmm. 
don't give an don't tempt them with with things that you know will make their blood boil. Um, you can help them in that way. So don't tempt them and then admonish when they took the bait that you put out there. So um, I think the first step is letting them know how you experience them when they are angry. They may be justifying, especially when I think of political, they may go, I'm not angry, you know, I'm just, I'm not attacking you, I'm addressing politics. They may be saying, no, we are addressing a, uh, the, a topic versus a person. And so if you're experiencing damage from them, sinful anger, because of how they're expressing their political views, speak on a personal level first in terms of uh, the scripture says, if we sin against someone, we should go and seek uh, forgiveness by confessing our sin, acknowledging it, and seeking their forgiveness. And if we have been sinned against, if someone has sinned against you, then uh, we are to go and to share that with them. So if they are sinning against you in in one way, um, I would begin on a personal level. Sometimes in our um, confronting someone we simply need to hold a mirror up for them to see themselves. In this, we don't always see ourselves accurately. It's true. We might not, they genuinely might not know what they look like, if you will, or how they become and how people experience them so negatively when. So by holding up a mirror, I would say humbly with lots of grace, just acknowledge that, hey, I don't know if you know this, but when we engage in political talk using this one, here's here's what it's like to experience you in those moments. They might not know that. They might you may go, oh of course they know. No, they might not know it. They may have, they may perceive that they are responding in a legitimate fashion. So uh, I, I think I'd try to help them see themselves in the mirror. That's what the Word of God will see in a couple weeks. Uh, actually, next week, mm-hmm. um, we'll see the Word of God serves as a mirror to us to show us ourselves so that we can change. So mm. thank you. think that that's the way the Word of God admonishes us. So I would try to do that on a personal level, humbly, graciously, what the Word of God it puts a mirror in front of us. Yeah, a mirror can be powerful. Yeah. Don't, don't attack. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely not. Uh, yes. And don't use a lot of words. Sometimes when we admonish, we use too many words and we just, and suddenly that which seems like a loving rebuke seems like a beat down. Mm-hmm. So use few words, carefully selected words, and words full of grace. Because remember, this is, this is, uh, 
it helps me to remember what it's like to be admonished when I'm going to admonish. So it's hard. It's hard to receive the admonishment of someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so how would you want to be admonished? Ask yourself that. What would you're trying to help bring about change? What would help bring about change in your life? How would you want to be approached? Uh, and I think that will inform and help how you approach them. Um, question about when dealing with anger, in order to not stuff anger, which is bad for us physically and emotionally as well, what are healthy ways to express it? It doesn't just disappear. Um, yeah, I'm pausing there. I agree it doesn't just disappear. Though there are ways for it to disappear. And so I don't want to stray too far again from what the text says. Part of it not just disappearing, but it disappearing is seeking to understand. So I really mean when I'm saying you're angry, seek to understand. And that might, and maybe I didn't make this clear enough, that doesn't mean you always go and, and quiz the person. I'm saying as much as quizzing the person is ask yourself important questions about the situation, about the person, about what's happening, and seek to understand. Go slowly there. And I do think it doesn't disappear, but it does disappear. And this is not not just um, for no reason, but for good reason. You sought to understand. Now, there are, <clears throat> there are some people who would say, well, go take a run. And I'm not against that. I, I just want to make sure that by going to take a run, uh, you're getting yourself out of proximity of the person that you might blow up on. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you're processing your anger. Right. Some people can go run and just stew on it the whole time mm-hmm. and come back uh, just as angry. So I think there's a take a walk, take a run, leave the situation. There are practical, but some people go work out, just some, some physical uh, so that the emotion that is charged in the moment has opportunity to dissipate. So not against that, just understand that doesn't magically make it happen. But those are some practical ways. The biblical practical ways, quick to listen, seek to understand, slow to speak, think carefully about is God angry about this? If God is not angry about it, why am I, why am I angry about it? Why, why do I care? See, this is be more curious. Why do I care about this? Why am, I, why am I so angry about this? I don't need to be this angry about this. This is not the, this big a deal. That's what I, those are. So you're not stuffing it. You are, it's, it's in the language of the question, it's disappearing. It's being removed because you told yourself some truth and understanding. This is not that big a deal. I'm making a mountain out of a molehill. I'm attributing false motive. I'm angry at them, but but I'm attributing motive when I, 
I, I, I may be wrong in attributing motive to mm-hmm. them. That, you don't know. I you don't know. know. And so seek to understand, and it will address that. Again, it's not just disappearing. It is being removed because of the biblical prescription. Mm. We're taking, does that make sense? Yes, it does. You, you know, you're, you're processing through it in a biblical way. And asking more questions to better understand a situation is always going to be helpful. And then when you do that, you're able to really take your thoughts obedient and captive to the or captive to the obedience of Christ yes. and thinking what is true in the situation, not just what I'm experiencing and wanting, right. but what is true. The the whole I, I guess my hesitancy with the whole physical mm-hmm. prescription of go run or go work out or get out is it, that's important because it removes you from doing something, saying something ugly in the moment, which is sure. important. But all you will be doing is stuff it unless you seek to understand mm-hmm. first. Uh, during that time, if you seek mm-hmm. to understand during that time and right-size things, then you won't be stuffing it. Then sinful anger will be dissipating. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, thank you so much for all of the questions yeah. this morning. Um, grateful for scripture that teaches us and gives us the truth we need the to know. Truth we need to know when we are angry. So we hope you have a great week and we look forward to celebrating Good Friday and Easter with you. Yep. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.